relationship and parenting. And you got us for as long as we're here. Five minutes. Five, five <laughs> minutes, yes. We, we have, five minutes. We, we, have, we have stuff to do. So um, if nobody's on, okay. Maybe nobody, nobody loves us. That's okay. So we have some questions here from our, from our real fans. And we're going we're gonna to read one. Here, pick one. Okay. Okay, this is a good one. So, Richie and Barbara. My husband admits he listens to my phone conversations and eavesdrops on me and my mom talking to each other when we're at her house. My husband isn't a good listener. When I talk to him about things, he lacks empathy and isn't very good at responding. This is an issue we're working on out in therapy and not the topic of this. But it does play a key role in why I talk to my mom about a lot of things. I don't have very many friends. I can trust and I'm the type of person who just needs to vent sometimes. We had a talk last night and it was very awkward as it usually is when he said, I know, I heard what, I heard what you and your mom said about it. I've caught him snooping through my phone several times and I've caught him hiding behind closed doors listening to me when I'm on the phone. This feels like an invasion of privacy. Do I have a right to be upset? Yes, absolutely. I agree. I will be very upset. So, yeah, so we need our space where we can just talk about anything we want, even our husbands, without them listening to us. Really? Yes. That hurts my feelings. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I talk about you with your mother all the time. Oh, my God. You got my mother involved in this dog? She loves oh talking. Oh, my. I'm sorry. So what would you tell this What would you tell this, this, um, this lady? What would you tell her? She's young. She's 26. Oh, my God. You got your whole life uh, ahead of you. You have rights to be upset, and you have rights to your own privacy. And um, you need to um, address this, of course, and just say... Please go in another room. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a woman's opinion. So I would say her. I would say to her, it's like um, you really need to have a talk with him and really discuss, uh, have a conversation about boundaries because that's what this is all about: is boundaries. Yeah. And um, the therapist isn't going to really work if he's not going to, if he's not going to alter his behavior. Because it sounds like he's nosy for some reason. And insecure, maybe? Insecure. Um, yeah. I don't know how long you guys have been going together. Um, are you married? About that. Yes, married, sorry. Um, so you've been married. Maybe he had a bad relationship before. Maybe he had a girlfriend that cheated on him. And so he's framing everything from that perspective. So I think it's maybe time to have a heart-to-heart -heart and... Uh, Explore the boundaries and, and ask him why. Tell him you feel uncomfortable with um, him looking at your phone. Put a password on your phone, too. Right? You should put a password on your phone, right? But I know your password. I know yours. No, that's... Oh, so... so, so. I, I don't think it's really necessary if you have the trust. If you don't have the trust, yes, that's what you do. But if you have the trust and you have nothing to hide, then um, definitely um, you, you don't need to do that. But... Yeah. If you wanted to keep that private and he is not, you know, he likes to snoop around, then 
put a passport on, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think it all boils down to, um, does he, uh, do you trust him? You know, because sometimes when we feel as though people don't trust us, we're reflecting us on the person in front of us. So I don't want you to get hostile towards me, but maybe that's something that um, you can think about. Do you really trust him? Okay? I don't know if that helps, but thank you for that. Because nobody else is online. That we don't care. Because we have we have a lot of these. Okay, take another one. Okay. Oh, it's the first one. All right. All right. So let's see what we got here. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love. Thank you for writing in, everybody. Uh, we really appreciate it because um, we're not feeling any love right now because there's nobody on with us. But but we don't care. It's Barbara, me. We have our three beautiful boys and a nice fire in front of Toby's Bar and Grill in Plymouth. It's in our backyard. Mm. Okay, so let me read this one. So me and my wife been married almost 10 years. The kids were four and six when we got together. My wife is the type of, I'm their mother, you're always wrong. Okay? I'll never agree with you when it comes to my kids. Okay? For years I have brought stuff to her attention because when I correct or reprimand the kids, I'm the one who is wrong. So I gave up. Oh, I'm going to talk about that in a second. I stopped saying anything about it for over so many years. I don't know what he said. Uh, the kids are older, doing more and more stuff behind her back. It's stuff I've expected and told her to watch for. Now it was brought to my attention how much they lie, and for some reason my wife chooses to believe their lies when she knows better and instead chooses not to do anything about it. Her own friend told her that one of our kids has been doing and hiding and planning. My wife basically shrugged it off. I've raised these kids. I don't want them making any stupid mistakes. I've made so it I've made so it bothers me that I have to sit here and watch. Okay, so and before anyone assumes how harmless these lies are, sneaking to their best friends, which a fourteen year old shouldn't be allowed to have. Taking pills, smoking weed, smoking cigs, sex. What do I do? Why isn't my wife doing anything? Why is she just allowing this? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Okay, so um, so we, let's start. Let's start with um, he gave up. He gave up. So you think that's something a, a parent should do? Well, a I'm, father? Well, I'm not sure. Are they their kids or uh, they're their or kids. kids? No, they're their kids. Oh yeah, no, you're definitely. Oh no no oh stop it. See, it's. I wish they came online. They're her kids. The kids were four and six when we got together. Okay, so they were young enough. You are the father, but you have to understand also her. Speak up. That she is the mother, and mm -hmm. um, she will definitely uh, protect. <laughs> she protect her kids. Yeah, yeah, that will be her first instinct. As far as. Um, so you don't think controlling she... mm -hmm. together. Yeah, I think you should have. I think you should have some hand in it, definitely, because you are the father in there. And um, but I don't. I, I don't know really what the issue is in there. So it's so it sounds like to me. So he should have some part in raising these kids. Definitely. 
So it sounds to me that, you know, I'm assuming a lot here. And you know when, when they say when you assume, you make out an ass out of you and me. So I'm assuming that, you know, um, she got divorced, the husband, maybe the father's not really in the picture. So I think maybe she's trying to compensate for your father not being in the picture and her not being married to him and having that family unit. And that's why she's letting these kids slide with a lot of things. So, you know, what, what, what do you think he can do? Is, can he do anything? Has he have any rights? Because he's kind of washed his hands of this whole thing and said, you know, I'm out. You know, let them smoke weed, have sex, take pills and whatever. Does he have any, any, any options here? Um, well, I think he does. I really do think he does. I think it's, you know, I think they, um, you know, from both parents should be in control what the kids do. Um, but like I said, I don't know what the really situation's there. I don't know if maybe you're too harsh, maybe you're too judgmental, and she is protecting them. You know, she wants to be like, you know, it's okay, you know, everyone does that in that age. You know, I have some stories myself, but if the kids are raised right, you know, it's 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 gonna be okay. So for me, I think um, I think it's bothering you a lot. I mean, I think you have to go and you have to uh, you have to sit with her because if you're you know helping her raise the kids and they're doing all these things and you you kind of have their best interest involved, uh, you know, at heart, I think you need to. You need to take that up with her and, and really explain how you feel and uh, let her know what's going on with the kids. I mean, it's a hard position to be in. I, I don't know whether you're the stepdad or, or whatever the case is. And, uh, but take it from the kids. So look at the kids. Look at, understand their world. They had this family unit, and all we want as children is to have our family unit, our parents together, brothers and sisters, everybody in the same house. Now, when that is blown up, they get kind of lost. They don't trust their parents. Sometimes they hate them because they got divorced, broke up. So they're kind of going to their own friends for support and trust and connection. And when they do that, there's really nothing good coming out of that. So I really think that before they get into any really bad trouble, I think you really need to talk to your wife. Um, maybe get into a therapy or find somebody that you guys can have a conversation with because the most important thing here is, is these kids and their future, their well-being. So, that said, I hope that helped. We would love to have more information. My daughter's going crazy in the back. Thank you for that one. So nobody's asking us questions. We're going to take another one. Go ahead. You want that one, you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. This is uh, from Texas. Ty. I think it's Ty. My son has misplaced his learner's permit. We have, to, we, have, we have to do ordeal of requesting duplicate of online course completion certificate and duplicate of instructor certificates and requesting duplicate permit at DMV. So she's got a big bunch of emojis that are really depressing and I'm sad now looking at these emojis. <laughs> we cannot wait for the next appointment available day for DMV, DMV so we've, we've had to line We've had to go to the line without an appointment. Such stressful hassle on top of daily craziness. And why can't he say 
Thank you, Mom. Oh, sorry, Mom. I was overwhelmed, and my son told me to what? Relax. Didn't you love when they said that to you? All the time. Relax. You know why they say that? Because we're on adult time, and they're on kid time. In adult time, we have all these um, these appointments, these tasks. We always have something to do. There's never downtime. And they have time for everything. They have time for everything because they're not adults. They're children. That's what they do. So I think it's one thing you need to do is you need to understand that that teenage mind that they don't care. You know, it's you're all stressed out about it, but if he doesn't get it, who cares? You How know? old are kids? She doesn't the say. Major. Sixteen okay. years old. Sixteen, seventeen, whatever. Okay. He's getting his permit. So, yeah. One day you're gonna laugh about that if they tell you. You know, you're gonna you're gonna laugh just like us today. You know, when they say relax. But that doesn't, um, that really doesn't mean anything. I think it's just the age. It's just them, you know, transition from relax to, you know, to responsibilities. <laughs> so I just say, let, them, let it go. Let it go. Sorry about the birds. We have hawks above us for some reason today. So just, I would let it go. You know, me personally, that's what I would do. I'd let it go. Let him go to the next appointment. Let him take an Uber or a Lyft. Let him deal with all of that. And what you sh what you should do is take his advice because they know what they're talking about. Relax. Yeah. Right. Because in a few years she's gonna be wild. Next I got... time, next time he's gonna ask you something, you just tell him relax. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mark, can I get a car? Yeah, you gotta relax. You buddy. gotta relax, buddy. So that's an easy one. Just relax. Okay. What do we got in this? I want to take another one. Isn't this fun? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay, this is a good one. Anonymous from California. My husband goes out three nights a week. He says he needs some bonding time with his friends. I don't have many friends and I feel alone. I love him and don't know what to make... I don't want to make him feel bad. But it hurts me when he goes out and leaves me alone. Okay, your husband does not need to go out three nights a week. There is no bonding with friends. His place is with you, but that's just my opinion. Uh, my husband does not go out three nights a week with his friends. I don't have any friends. Anybody, anybody need a friend? But he does, he does go away, and he does go out when he wants to. But three nights a week, wow. I would have been out of my mind, definitely. So what would you tell her to do? Oh, no, he's got to, yeah, I'm going to tell you to, um, you know, to tell him you're not going out anymore. So that's yeah. controlling. You no, think? that's not controlling. Well, he's going to, he may see that as controlling. No. no. You don't well, think so? That, no, then, then that's his problem. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's a woman's perspective. Well, that's it. That's my perspective. Why should I be home alone? You shouldn't. Um, I would never you leave know, you alone home. Where, where he, I love you. I know that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, where he is going out having a good time. Yeah, no. No. Agree 1,000%. Bonded with friends? Why don't you bond with your wife? Why don't you bond with your wife? Oh, my you shouldn't, God. Maybe you shouldn't have got married. So, so crazy. So I'll give you some coaching from uh, for the uh, the lady here. Is um, Have you told them? Have you told them that? How you feel. How you feel. We, we so much in, in this, in our lives, we, 
we want to feel loved this special way and we, we have these feelings and these emotions and we never ever tell the person what we need. It's like we're not mind readers. Can yeah. you read my mind? Yes. So she can read my mind. But that's from 30, 34 years of being together. That's why she can read my mind. So you need to, you need to sit down and explain to him that, you know, how you feel. Tell him you feel, you feel alone when he's out. Um, maybe he'll invite you. I don't think so. But just explain that to him and um, don't don't carry well, this. Well, just ask him maybe if he can cut, and, uh, cut down to one, you know, one day a week. You yeah, know, that's yeah. that's not I so like that. terrible. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, he should have, you know, friend, you know, time with his friends. But three times a week, uh, yeah. it's a little pushing. Sounds like he's maybe got a mistress or something. Oh, my God, I didn't say that. Okay, so... Go talk with him, express your feelings. What he's doing, it's really not not normal. You got married because you love somebody and you want to spend time with them. Not so you can go out with your buddies and... And bond. And bond and, no. you know, do whatever you're going to no. do. You, 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 you know, you start bonding when you, um, uh, when you're married to me. Okay, let's do another one. Pick a short one. I saw one. Oh like my really... god, this is like really one. No, these are these are big old people letters. See that? Really old. <laughs> big letters. I have two children. Guys! Lizzie, quiet. We have three dogs in the background. I have two children, both girls. One is 13 and one is 10. My 13-year-old is very slim. Okay, here we go with this one. She can eat whatever she wants and not gain weight. My 10-year-old has always been bigger than her, even though she eats pretty much the same as her sister. We eat healthy majority of the time, fresh fruit, vegetable, lean meats. They have treats occasionally, but they eat pretty well most of the time. Both girls also go to dance classes a few times a week. Even whilst, whilst, is this maybe she's from England? Whilst doing this, my 10-year-old is still overweight. She's had a blood test and all her blood work comes back fine. Should I restrict her diet more? Should I cut her portions and make her work out more? She's quite a sensitive child and I don't want to upset her and I feel unfair cutting portions, not her sister's. Do I just leave it and hope she slims out as she grows? Any advice would be appreciated. Can I take this one for a minute? Okay. Oh my God, I have to say this one actually. <sighs> I have to go first. So uh, I sympathize with you because I had the same situation when my oldest son was always an out. Not always, but heavier than my younger boy. And uh, no, I never cut down his potions. I never did anything different that I was doing with Matthew. Matthew had a different meta metabolism, and names. he was and and he was very um, um, active. Uh, and uh, so was Richie. But like I said, there were different two different boys and no I I would say do not do that um, by doing this she will still love you but she will start hating herself so please don't do that um, just you know just hope that things will um, as she grows um, she will um, make better choices for herself so I would not do that no and I agree with my wife as always. I always have to agree with them. Uh, a thousand percent. Mm -hmm. um, if you start cutting down her portions, 
you're gonna make her self-conscious. God, she's she's 13, and no, she's 10. And if you start doing that, she's gonna be so self-conscious about her weight that you don't even know the problems that could come up with that. And God, do not listen to me. Do not ever mention that your sister's got a high metabolism. Look at how thin your sister is. Don't ever compare. No. She knows. She sees all these magazines. Exactly. They see all this stuff on the internet, on TV. All these skinny girls that like, you know, that are this thin. I don't know if that's a size, what, a negative 80? That they're this thin. She's already aware. She, she sees her friends. It's like, you don't want to compound that. It's a that. very touchy subject, so... You, you want to leave it alone. Do don't make her self-conscious. Yeah. You want to leave it alone. Her blood work is normal. She's 10 years old. She could eat... And she already knows her sister is skinnier than she is. And she's already probably feeling bad. And, you know, she could eat 100 Big Macs a day, and her blood work is still going to be good because she's young. She's got time to grow, and don't make her feel bad. Okay, that's that's one of the most important things. You know, don't cut her portions. And she, you said she's sensitive because she knows already. And by, exactly. by you always bringing it up, she's going to feel even worse. So you know what you could do? You could start telling her, start telling her what she's good at. Tell, t prop her up, praise her for, for the things she's good at. If she's great at dancing, praise her for that. Stop talking about food. I mean, my dad always, you know, I was a, I was a fat little boy. <laughs> my mom used to, we used to shop at uh, Sears, the Husky department. Yeah. And it's like, I, she used to be like, buy me a 42 size waist and the, the longest, uh, the, le the length of the pants were like a 40. <laughs> so she had to cut like 18 feet off the pants. So it was, <laughs> so it was challenging. She was like a seamstress and she didn't want to be a seamstress. So I don't even know where I was going. I was going with that. Yeah. But you know what? And that's okay because as he got older, you know, he, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. he stopped taking care of himself. I started that's taking all. care of myself. But, but you know, my, my dad was, uh. Upset about that. He didn't want have, he didn't want to have. He wanted perfect kids. And he, he, didn't, he didn't want and fat. And you were fat. He didn't want fat kids. <laughs> yeah. So he used to tell, he used to like, he was one of those do as I say, not as I do. And he mm. would like, he'd be pounding down like six Big Macs. Boom, boom. I'm on a McDonald's thing. Mm. I don't know why. Pounded six Big Macs and he'd say, you know, that that thing you're eating is not healthy. It's like, you know, <laughs> hypocriteville. And, and this is not just kids go through, adults go through this too, because you can be skinny all your life and then you go through changes and you gain some weight. Mm. I know with myself and then, you know, I go home and, uh, you know, my friends and family, and they will say, wow, is that Barbara? Wow, she gained a lot of weight. Well, who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? I, I am not, right. you're not feeding me. <laughs> you're not paying for my food. It is what it is. You know, we, go, we all go through, you know, ups and downs in life, but it's, it's crazy how the world is so conscious about you know weight and being skinny and you know and perfect well man not all of us are like that and i and i would just add that um i would do a little self self-analysis with yourself i would ask yourself um why it bothers you so much you know check in with yourself why is this bothering you is it that 
you're going to be ashamed if you have a daughter that's a little heavier? Is it your ego talking? So that's one thing. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, why is this really bothering me? It's not her health. She's 10 years old. Jesus, she's still got baby fat on her. Yeah. I still have baby fat on me. <laughs> Listen. That's what I keep telling myself. So don't, every, don't anybody tell me different. So leave her alone. Get off her back. Let her be a kid. Praise her. Praise her for the things that, let you know. Let her just be a child. Let yeah. her just be a child. And, um... Don't compare her to, to your other daughter, Don't the slim one. Don't have the conversation because then she's yeah. going to start to hate her sister because her mm -hmm. sister is skinnier than her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a lot of complication comes with that. So just just let her be. Just let, let her be. be. She's too young. Yeah. Too young. And, and uh, do some self-reflection of yourself. Mm. Look in the mirror and say, why am I so obsessed with her being thin? You know, it's going to be a mark on my ego. Okay, we beat that. Okay. We beat that and one. Good luck. And good luck. I went through this, and um, it's 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 not so bad. And I still have baby fat on me. I'm still going with that. Okay. My parents aren't responsible for my siblings, and I'm resentful to step into the parenting role. Okay. What time is it here? Good, we got some time. Hi, Janelle. <laughs> my parents, my parents were good parents to me, but to my young siblings, who was late in life, who was a late in life child, they're somewhat way too lax on them, and don't really give any rules or direction. As a result, my siblings, my sibling has some self consciousness that they mask with anger. I've been a parent for a few years, and I love them so much, but I don't want to be their parent. I want to be their sibling. My parents aren't neglecting basic needs like food, shelter, internet, whatever. Is internet a basic need? Mm, I guess this No one. Internet is a basic <laughs> need, need now. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. We have to. That's Maslow's hierarchy was shelter. Mm. You know, security and something else, and now we got the internet. That's new for the books. So, but as far as guidance goes, it's not there. And boredom and aimlessness for a teenager is dangerous. What can I do? I feel like I have no involve, involvement. My siblings in some. What can I do? I feel like I have to involve my siblings in some hobbies to give them a sense of purpose beyond the family unit. I don't know if there is a route to make my parents step up. If so, I'd prefer that one because I'll continue being the parent until they do. But deep, 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 that's three deeps, mm -hmm. down inside, I feel sad that I just can't be a sibling. Thank you for listening. I hear you about that one. Uh, my sister's uh, 10 years younger than me, and um, I've become her parent. Because I always wanted to have a younger sibling because it's three of us. My brother is a year older than me, and then it's my sister that it's, um, we're not going to talk about the age. Uh, it's my sister. <laughs> you said you were not going to tell, you were not going to lie. 10 years younger than me. I'm not lying. Okay. I'm just not tell specifying. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. And, um, and I love that to the point. 
okay and then when i started to go out going uh you know dancing and all this uh was a nightmare for me she always wanted to come with me she was making difficult that i was going out and she couldn't come with me so yeah you have to stop um doing some of the things and um um you know have your parents become responsible for um you know for their children because they're not your children they're only your siblings but i can see why you're doing what you're doing because i did the same thing not because my parents were not responsible because i made it that way i made it that you know that i needed to always shelter her and uh, you know i wanted her to be with me but then i was younger but when i become you know 16 17 and i want to be with all my friends I don't want to drag my ten year, you know, ten year old's younger sister with, you know, with me, and yeah. So you, you do. I, you know, that is nice that you're doing all these things for, you know, for them, and um, I can see why you're doing that. But um, you have to stop and have some fun for yourself. Yeah, I agree. You gotta, you gotta have boundaries. I know you love them, but you're not their parent. And I, and I talk to so many. So many young adults in sober houses and prisons that uh, lost their childhood and lost their teenage years because they were raising their siblings because their parents were kind of disconnected. And unfortunately, uh, your sibling is um, is gonna has has a hard road ahead of her or him, whoever it is. I don't know who, because um, it sounds like they're not gonna be they're not connecting to the parent your parents. And you're gonna be the parent. You're gonna be the parent. They're gonna they're gonna have a hard time with you know with um, with connecting with them because you are always there for them. Yeah. And it's not not that it's anything wrong with that. It's wonderful that you're a beautiful sibling to them, but um, you have to think about yourself also. Yeah. So what I would do, um, I would be calling uh, a family meeting. In quotes. Mom, Dad, step up family meeting and um, just expressing your concern to them since you're the older child and um, just telling them telling them what uh, what you're seeing and um, you want to be there to support your, your brother however uh, our dogs are fighting over here so sorry for the distraction <laughs> so you want to um, you want to call that family meeting and, and, and have a and, and have a discussion with them and tell them you know how you feel and um, if if your sibling loses the connection with their parents, she or he or she is going to connect with their friends. And when they get into that teen tribe, I call it, all bets are off. That's when they're going to really start hating everybody, including you. Not only uh, the parents, but you. And then they're going to get Maybe not necessary, but any kind of advice, any kind of, you know, uh, like, you know, can I stay out to this and this time? They're not going to go to the parents. They're going to come to you. And you're not the one who should be making the decision, okay? Yeah. That should be the parents. So you tell your parents that, listen, she didn't ask to be in this world. You brought her into this world. So it's your, you have to step up. Step up. Step up and be parents. Because if not, you're going to lose that child forever to the streets. And I can tell you from experience that you will. I see it every day. I missed two. Okay, one more. And then we have stuff to do. Thank you guys so much for, for joining us. This is, I'm recording all this, so.
it's gonna go. And thank all the people I that. The oh, she picked the longest one. Oh, okay. Well, they all oh, so this is. They're, um, they're all important. So. Well, not this one. Listen, people. You know, when you write in to what's up at richiepryor.com, we are not. Uh, we're Instagram stars. We are not porn stars. Okay? <laughs> so this one. <laughs> I can't answer this one. This is, you know, this is R-rated, what we're doing here, not X or triple X. Yeah, this was, I'm sorry. You could, you know, you know whoever sent this in, uh, let me just read you the first line. Kissing, touching, and foreplay. If you sent that email into us, send me another email and uh, we'll talk offline because I can't, I can't talk about that here. <laughs> you want to get me arrested? Okay, one more. Have the police here because I'm talking about pornography in my backyard. Okay. The sun's setting over there. And the dogs are just shut up for a minute. Okay. Last one. My son is adopted. We adopted him when he was nearly eight. My husband then decided being a parent was too hard and left four years ago. Oh. So sorry to hear that. Hmm. Yeah. That's a tool bag. Sorry, I'm not just a. I'm not supposed to judge people like that. Okay, go ahead. I've been doing this myself. I've asked for help everywhere. I know. I know how. He's been in counseling camps. Had a mentor. He can't live by the very few rules I have. Which I go to school, communicate where you are, no drugs, alcohol in the house, and be respectful and kind. That's it. He refuses. Every day has been in a fight. I get screamed at, cursed at. I've had to call the police for my own safety. But his childhood was so damaging. I want so much to be his mother. But now he's left. He said he can't live by my rules. And he's going to live with a friend in that family. I'm broken. I don't know what to do. Calling him in as a runaway won't help. I've already spoken to the police at length. What do I do? It's his choice to move out because he can't live by your rules. So that's all you can do, just be there for him when he needs you. Yeah. That's I... the best thing you can do. You can make him come back and, uh, you know, he probably it's not ready to come back right now because he thinks somewhere else it's better. So let him to experience somewhere else and um, you know, when he is ready uh, he will contact you, and you just be there for him, listen to him. Yeah, uh, I agree, like, one million percent. And I think that it's amazing. It's so awesome that, and I, you know, congratulate you on understanding his world and the trauma that he went to and that, um, you know, he was nearly eight years old when, he's, when he was adopted. So he had eight years of who knows what. Who knows what was going on in his life? And children, the, the, the ages where the children bonds the most, all the moms and dads out there, zero to four. That's when you have to have, like, Kirby is with Barbara right now. That's when you have to have the kids right by your side. Those are the bonding years. That's when the connections happen. That's when the nurturing happens. So he lost that. So now he's in a battle against life. He's already got one strike against him. 
he feels, what does he feel? He feels unworthy, unloved. He feels, he just feels, he's well, maybe sad. Maybe not. May, we don't know what he feels, but, you know, by the... Uh, he's by, got anger. It's a mask years, for everything. By the years of five, five years old, you know what I mean? If he was with you and with she the She had system, to call the police. With, with the system, you know, mm-hmm. he um, already, you know, he's got his own personality. I understand you had to call police and all this. He's going through some, um, you know, confused, confused time and... Uh, just leave him alone. Leave him alone. Let him move out. Let him, you know, experience whatever. You know, if you think somewhere else it's better than your house, then um, just let it go. But um, definitely if he calls you up, be there for him. And so for me, I would say um, give him the space that he needs and mm-hmm. let him explore and find himself because that's what he's trying to do. God, he's a... He's uh, he's a teenager. God, I'm four years old. Yeah. I, I think he's a teenager. I, so I, he's a teenager. He's not only does he have all this trauma in his life and all these negative feelings about himself and his self worth, but he's trying right. to find himself, his identity, where he's where he's where he fits into the Mom, world. Because right now yeah. his his world is that his real parents throw him away, like he was like trash. And that's why he's angry, because anger is a mask for keeping us, keeping our, our, our true emotions from the world. And that's why he's angry. That's why he left. And so what I would, what I would suggest is, um, one, if you have an opportunity to speak with him, share how you feel. Yeah, kind of I'm talking. Okay, the kind of like put a shelf to, around them. Sh- you know what I mean to protect protect themselves. You know what? You know what? Anybody know a good divorce lawyer? <sighs> you know I'm talking. Now I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. You were talking about. It may, we may not make it to 30 years in May. I'm telling you, we may not make it if we do this much we longer. No, no, we're 30 years married. Yeah. Okay, so rewind. Okay, so one, if you have an opportunity to sit down and talk with him, this is how you're going to play it. Number one, you're going to tell him how you feel. Don't have this conversation in your house. Will you stop talking to that dog? That's manipulative, right? I'm sorry. So, number one, have a conversation with him. Not inside the house. The house is uh, not neutral territory. You gotta have it outside the house. Take him somewhere he likes to eat, whatever. Just not inside the house. Have the conversation with him. And you're not to question him. You're only to express your feelings to him. Tell them how you tell him how you feel. Tell him how sad you are, how vulnerable you feel. Be honest. Be honest with him. That's how you build it. You get a connection with him. Be honest, okay? Yeah. So do that. Be honest with him. And if he wants to talk, let him talk. And this is what you got to do. It's called active listening. And what that means is don't open your mouth. Understand? Active listening is just use your ears when he's talking. An acknowledgement is good as... No mm, judging. I'm going to say that. She's reading my mind. See? <laughs> Acknowledging by 
Hmm. I see. Words like that, just to acknowledge. But what you're not to do is you're not to rescue, you're not to advise, you're not to fix. Okay? Because that's what children hear all the time, and they're sick of it. Sick of it. It sounds like child. You know the Charlie Brown teacher. Wah, 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 wah. They start ignoring it. So no rescuing, advising, or judging. That's the jar rule, okay? Judging, advising, rescuing. The jar rule. Don't do it. And then three, if he's open for it, tell him you want to know what you can do to be a better parent. I know you're an amazing parent. I know, and we know that. But when you're dealing with a teenager that's going through all these challenges, they need reassurance, okay? They need to know that they have some control because right now his life is out of control. So ask him what, you, what he can do to help you be a better parent, what he really needs. You know, and then give him a hug. You can always throw in a hug. Okay? And the last thing is text me and you can get on my list for my new book. I can't see. You can't see that? Oh, you can't see that. Okay. No. House Rules of Harmony. Okay, that's my new book, House Rules of Harmony. Life is a game. If your children don't know the rules, how can they play the game? If parents don't... He's bullying me right now, Herbie. If parents don't have rules, then the game is not fair. So send me a direct message, email, whatever, and uh, I'll send you a copy. It should be done in another couple of weeks after the editing. And that's it. Thank you all for showing up. We have one more. One, one more. One more and that's and it. And just remember one thing. No, per no parent is perfect. What? <laughs> no parent is Herbie, perfect. Herbie. We am all I perfect? make mistakes. Herbie, Herbie, am I perfect? He said I was perfect. There is no such thing as perfection. Okay? Perfection is um, it's, uh, a fairy tale. So what we do is we say what Oprah says. When we know better, we do better. And what does practice make? It doesn't make perfect. It yeah. makes better, okay? So give yourself a break. There's no perfect parents out there, except for me. And Herbie can attest to that. Okay, last one. We went through all of them because nobody had any questions. But that's all right. You guys will get used to it. But all these anonymous ones are good. And I have to go to the bathroom. No filters here, so we got to go. And it's getting dark. The sun's setting over here. Okay, so hi, all. Okay. Sorry if, okay, I'm looking for advice following a conversation with my husband this morning. He works full-time and helps me a ton after work with a toddler, one-and-a-half-year-old boy. But it seems like he's missing some validation and praise from me. On a typical day, husband does dinner with toddler. Oh, I love the way she put that. I will cook, but I usually take a back seat after caring for toddler all day. It's called toddler. Not even a kid, not even not even mm. name. It's a toddler, the toddler. I am thirty-one weeks pregnant. Ooh. I am thirty-one weeks pregnant. Play with toddler while I relax, and then do bath and bedtime. No other words in here. He also handles all of toddler nighttime wake-ups, with rare exceptions. I, of course, appreciate this a ton. Wow, he's like a baby daddy, huh? He's awesome. Okay, so to the crux of the problem, husband mentions every so often that he is so great. What? Where are you going? Where are you going? He's so often that he is so great as he does so much 
Sometimes you gotta yell at the kids. Um, so every so often that he is so great as he does so much more than other dads. This rubs me the wrong way as it seems misguided. A lose-lose comparison. Also, this puts me in a weird place when he says he is, better, he is a better dad than our friends' husbands and overall. I'm not sure where this is coming from. What would be better way for me to validate and praise him? Or should I just let this go? I asked this. I asked if this is stemming from him wanting to have more time to himself, and he said no. So the dad wants to be praised for being a superhuman dad. Gotta go. Right. Yeah. Let him be a superhero dad. Let him be a superhero dad. He was and so lucky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're pregnant, let him yeah, go for it. We you're, just you're had lucky. someone on Broadcast that fortunate. he wants to connect with his, you know, friends three times, or you know, a week. Yeah. He wants to be a super dad. You let him be a super dad. <laughs> let him be a super dad. Um, I think you're letting your your own ego get into this because why don't you do some self reflection on yourself? Um, do you feel like a crappy mom? Right? Does she feel like a crappy mom? Is that where it's coming from? Because no, he's doing I, all this. But does she no, feel I, like that? That's why she's she's projecting that onto well, him. Well, she might that be feeling like that, but she's also 30, 31 um, you know, weeks pregnant. Yeah. yeah, pregnant. So, yeah, you you deserve all that. Yeah, and I would give yeah. you I would give the toddler a name. Uh, <laughs> referring to him as the toddler could mess him up when he's later on in life. Um, I, I would let it go, you know. Honestly, if you want to have a conversation with your husband and ask him, you know, how does he want to be loved? We all talked about, we talked about this earlier, like an hour ago. How do we want to be loved? We all love our family, our husbands, our children, and... We're not mind readers, you know. And I was working full time, and I was pregnant with my youngest son. And uh, uh, my husband was a super, you know, uh, superhero dad, you know. And I let him, Perfect. I let him be, I let him be only because I was a working mother, because I was pregnant, and um, I couldn't do everything uh, myself. So I was very, um, very happy that he was stepping up to, you know, stepping up to that role. Yeah, so in closing, I would get out of your own head because it's all in your own head, your own ego. Check in with yourself and your own feelings and emotions. And um, why is him being great, a great dad, making you feel so bad? Okay, and yeah, that's just it. just think about that. Yeah. Because maybe it's nothing. Maybe yeah. you just You're blessed. You know, overreact. You're blessed. We I had know. like five, five <laughs> emails here that said that, you know, the dad was uh, driving tractors when the kids were stealing things so <laughs> that's it yeah it was, thank you guys yeah. all for coming um i hope you i hope we answer your questions i hope um, we added value here you know and we'll be here next uh next friday but look for us we're going to be coming live from uh someplace in europe in december some christmas treats we're going to answer a lot of questions but next time somebody come live they can click on the little button and Come live, but everybody wants to be anonymous because we're all supposed to be perfect parents, and there's no such thing as that. No. There's no rule book for parenting. Really not. No. Everybody's everybody's parenting journey is yeah. different. All our kids are different. We're different. Our partners are different. Everything's different. So we do the best 
we have with the res we do the best we can with the resources we have. But just remember one thing. Whatever we say to our kids, they still will love us. But they will start hating themselves. So just be careful what you say to them and how you say it. Yeah, we we gotta get no. out of here because um I think there's a mosquito flying around and I don't wanna get triple E. Because I would make the news. I don't want to make the news for Triple E. So anyway, send me an email, DM. You won't see my book here, but my new book is almost done. Uh, House Rules of Harmony. If you got kids, this is what you need. This is the book you need to make your house peaceful, happy, and to connect better with your family. I wasn't supposed to do a plug, but I don't care. Thank you guys so much. We love you. You don't need a peaceful, happy um, a house. You just need an understanding house. Mm -hmm. Really understanding house. And, uh, yeah, happy is, happy is good. Yeah. Herbie agrees. Okay, guys. <laughs> thanks. Bye. We don't want to get triple E. So, love you guys. Thank you so much for coming. Come next week. Bye. Bye.